This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everybody! Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show! We are back for another episode in this holiday season! This is episode 316. Wow. And again, for you uh, non-industry folks, <laughs> three stands for the season that we're in, and 16 is the episode that we are in. I feel so, like we're creating a lot of industry folks yeah, yeah. through this podcast. I like that. You know, they feel the like numbers, they're in, in the biz. In, yeah, that's what we're here to do. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, and today is December 7th. Yeah. Good day. It's a great day. 12-7 sounds like a good day. Yeah. Well, if you're listening on drop day, it's 12-7. On drop day, yes. For us in IRL, yes. it's 12-4, which is not too far ahead. Not too far. Which is we're almost caught up because earlier in the season we were a little we were recording pretty far yeah, it was in like advance. july and we're like merry christmas <laughs> it's so chilly everybody. outside yeah. yes um but here we are it is uh it is a beautiful day in southern is, california yep. but getting a little chillier which you is can nice. feel it coming yes and yeah. i definitely like woke up like oh god i'm freezing yeah which is nice it is nice. Since we don't have the snow, I at least like it to be cold. Yeah, like if I walk into, we have like a walk-in closet in our master bedroom, yeah. and like it is horrible. Like if you walk in there, it's like walking into like cryotherapy in the morning. <laughs> it's freezing. It's so freaking cold yeah. in there, but I kind of like it because sure. it's like I feel like really like bold. I'm like, all right, here we go. And I like prep myself up. I grab the door handle and I go, ooh, got to get my clothes. It's so cold in here. And then I close it. And, I like that. Yeah. I used to remember when I worked in restaurants that I loved the like few moments, especially when you're in the middle of like a long shift and you're yeah. kind of sweaty going, somebody's like, Hey, we need more pickles. And you go into the cooler and it's like really legitimately yes. cold in there. And you're like, Oh, I'm just going to stay in here for a while. Yeah. It <laughs> felt like nice. you, I don't know. It, it just felt like you were taking like a big risk in your life. Yeah. Cause you're like, what if the door gets locked? Yes. What if I get stuck in here? Did you watch the bear, the show, no. the bear? First of all, you need to watch it. It's a spectacular show. Okay. Is Maybe it, the is best it a comedy. Show um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because Jesse Tyler Ferguson, is is he in that no. one? No. No, this is the one that's based uh, in Chicago. And mm. Jeremy, uh, what's his name? I can't Irons. remember. And Jeremy, it's like, but it is Jackson. something. Jeremy Allen White. Allen White. Jeremy okay. Allen White. I don't know if, um, I know who that is. He was on Shameless. He looks a lot like me, frankly, like a better, oh, okay. skinnier version of me oh, my with gosh. longer hair. But people tell me all the time, like, you look like that guy from the bear. Just Jeremy, what's better. his name? Jeremy. <laughs> Alan White. Alan, I'm going to look him up. He's got big, droopy eyes like me. Oh, I could see it. Yeah. 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 A lot of people be like, his hair's more wavy brother. Yeah. than yours, though. Yeah. But, but like the your facial eye, structure Your is eye color is like almost exactly very the same. Yeah. Your cheeks look very yeah. similar. Yeah. yeah. He looks like, like, I feel like I've seen you make these faces yeah. before. <laughs> It's very, it's very close. So, anyways, the show is spectacular. Okay. It's all about this guy, uh, Carmi, who is comes from a very dysfunctional family, very dysfunctional, okay. and basically to escape it, becomes a chef and becomes like one of the best chefs in the world, and is having this nice career. His brother, you find this out in the pilot. His brother has passed away mm. and has left him his Italian beef restaurant in downtown Chicago. Oh wow! And so he leaves, like working at the French Laundry, to run an Italian beef joint in downtown Chicago. Oh wow! And he tries to kind of like make it better and teach the cooks and stuff how to like live and strive for excellence. And so there is like big dramatic parts to the show, but it's also incredibly funny. It's some of the best acting you will ever see. Okay, it's so good. Why did I bring this up? I was talking about the bear. 
because we talked about the freezer. The freezer. Walking into the refrigerator. Okay. Yeah. If you watch the bear, I'm not going to spoil anything, but you'll know. Okay. That's all I'll say. Because I don't want to. It's it's something from the finale. So. Okay. All right. Well, Somebody's in a freezer. Once, I'll, tell, I'll tell you. Once that I get past the holidays and all these Christmas yes, movies yes, I yes, got to yes. watch, all the Hallmark stuff I got to watch. Yes. The bear come January when I got get nothing going on. Get it. There, especially here's a good tie back. The Christmas episode of the bear in season three is, in my opinion, maybe the greatest episode of television ever really of any show wow that is phenomenal the the acting essentially i'm not spoiling anything it's a christmas eve dinner okay between this family it's a flashback episode and there's the writing of it is so good because it truly feels like you're at a family dinner people are talking over each other things don't make sense you hear part of a conversation then it swings into another thing it is like when Lisa and I watched it, it's like an, that one's an especially long episode. I think it's like an hour and a half episode. Okay. We got about 45 minutes into it and we had to stop because I was so emotionally drained. Really? From watching 45 minutes of this episode because it was just like, holy smokes. I just feel like I went through like 10 years of therapy or something. Really? It like it's so intense. Okay. It's great, great, great. I can't recommend it enough. I mean, we all know like that hubbub that yes. happens at the Thanksgiving table at yes. the Christmas table, even like when your family's all visiting from out of town and everyone gets together on like a Friday night yep. to play boggle or yeah. whatever sort of happening. Um, I don't think I fully appreciated that hubbub when I was a kid. Sure. I don't know if I, maybe it wasn't appreciation. I just don't know if I ever noticed it. Yeah. But I don't know if you've realized that as I get older, I don't know if it's just my hearing's more sensitive now, but like I am so much more aware yeah. of all the noise yeah. that's happening in a given space. But do you miss it or do you does it bug you? <sighs> that's a great question. I debate over this while I'm sitting there in the moment yeah. and a little agitated. <laughs> I'll tell you this. As uh for me at least, growing up in Chicago and having that hubbub at essentially everybody's birthday, every yeah. holiday, like we we had a big family, we'd always get together. And now living out here where I'm not near mm. a bunch of family, I miss it terribly. Yeah. Like when we went home last Christmas and did our sort of big Danley family Christmas, um, like it was, it made me so happy to hear all mm. the different conversations and everybody's yelling and people are, where's so-and-so? Oh, take the thing out of the oven. You know, everybody's yeah. just like yelling and stuff. And my kids even, I know Sophie, especially like that one trip last Christmas to our sort of big extended family. Yeah. She still talks about it and she's 13. So like, she's not, Oh, remember when we, you know, she, <laughs> like that's not her vibe a ton right now, but she still is like, that was so fun. We went to mm. Chicago and everybody was around. We were all playing games and everybody was yelling and like, it was crazy. And I was like, yeah, that's what it was like for me yeah. all the time growing up. And but she's going to hold on to that yes. forever. Just like we hold on to that nostalgia and missing it. Totally. You know, that's the thing is like, I debate over like, do I think I, I think I miss that feeling that I have yeah, yeah. just the carefree nature of especially when you're the kid underneath all that hubbub yeah exactly you're just like so focused on playing nintendo yeah. with your cousins or yeah. like playing basketball in the backyard and grabbing a slice of pie or whatever yeah. it is you don't have any other worries no. going on in your life it just feels like your life is you've been given this like like freedom for like yeah. two weeks where you can just do whatever you yeah. want till whatever hour of the night and sleep in tomorrow morning. And there's something about when you're at those big family things, when all the adults are all talking to each other, 
as a kid, I feel like you're a little bit like, we could do whatever we want. They're <laughs> you know so what I mean? distracted like, Yeah, right nobody's yeah. paying attention to us. <laughs> I mean, I know me and my cousins, we would like have like a fight club down in the basement really? like, with like boxing gloves and stuff. Oh, Not because wow. we were mad at each other, but just like we would get in trouble if other parents saw what we were doing to each other. <laughs> but like we were just socking each other and like we were throwing darts at each other. I mean, it was bad. Oh, wow. Yeah, we would play. Was Nint- Nintendo was big. Okay, yeah. And like I remember there was one Christmas where – I think my cousins brought their GameCube or something from <laughs> Texas. Yes. And there was this like new hockey game that had just come out. Yeah. But it was like three on three hockey, sort of like NBA yeah, jam yeah. sort yeah. of thing. And you could create your own characters. Yeah. And like I was, I think I was like this Sarge guy. And then one of my cousins was like a rat and he was like really fast. And the yeah. other guy was like a knight, like from like Game of Thrones. Oh, that sounds like, awesome. Thing. And we played that like for eight hours straight. Cause every time you win, like you get like, you can get faster Level and you get stronger. Yeah. But yeah. I remember my cousins, I don't think they listen to this show, but like, <laughs> I won't say their names, but they were so close in age and they would fight all the yeah. time and like if one of them like missed a shot the other one would be like what are you doing and like punch him in the arm <laughs> yeah. and he'd be like leave me alone and they would always be like and i'm just like sitting there in the middle like come on guys can't we play this yeah. game um yeah but those are those are the memories the you know times, and yeah. it was i i it's not so much the sound i think as it is like just the simplicity of being able to just be in the moment yeah and just enjoying what is happening there and not being worried about what you did yesterday or what you're going to do tomorrow. It's like just today. And I think if we can all tap into that, like that's where the secret sauce is. I've never thought about that, but I think you're totally right that like part of the joy of childhood is the lack of worry about tomorrow Mm -hmm. or even yesterday. Like I think you do just live or at least I think we did. I don't know if kids today necessarily have the exact same experience mm. that we had growing up. I think there's a bit more anxiety yeah. in the world that they sort of take on, you know, through osmosis or whatever. But I think that's what was so great is that, like, you weren't worried about, like, oh, well, we got to turn that thing in tomorrow. Or, right. you know, this is, uh, I have that meeting tomorrow and I got to talk to this person and then we got to do, like, you just were, wherever you were was where you were and, you just enjoyed it, you yeah, know, and it which is the way that amazing. we should all be living all the time. A hundred percent, you know, and so like, I think that'll tap into this countdown. Yes. We're doing today, Absolutely. Which um, I know you like to tell people. It's a so good one. Yes, everyone yes. Up. What do we have? So today, today we're going to be doing the top five ways to get into the holiday spirit. Mm. So these are going to be tips and tricks, which we did an episode of like tips and tricks and hacks earlier this season. And it yeah. went really well. I think that I like that a lot. I, yeah. I feel like we know we love our song episodes and mm-hmm. I think you guys love our song episodes yep. as well. Uh, but I like this sort of more like sort of advice driven <laughs> countdowns that we've been doing. I think yeah. it's kind of fun. Maybe it's, we're showing our age, you That's know, the... we're, we're much more mature than we yes. were two years ago. Yes. Now it's not just about fun songs. Yes. It's about like, how do you, help you navigate this? And I think it's a reflection. I can only speak for myself, but like of where I'm at right now. And, and as we talk about the busyness of the holiday yeah. season and how simple it seemed when we were not even just like five, but even like 14, yeah. 17, 18, my early twenties, like, sure it felt like everything was sort of like carefree. Right. And I think, you know, for me, it's like trying to figure out how not to go back there. Cause I think if you're you're trying to go back, it's, it's the recognition of what you used to do and how that impacted your life and how can you take some of that 
and and implement it into this current version yes of totally. who you are which which we'll get into and um we also have a guest joining us Ooh, on the episode today very exciting hallmark I'm, guest hallmarkies are going to be very excited yes, yes indeed for this one i'm very excited i am too uh for for this individual a great actor should we, should we say i mean it's yeah we can title say. yeah paul campbell paul campbell is hanging yes. out with us today we will officially have had two-thirds of the three of wise the three men wise men. <laughs> yes on our show after paul comes on yes today. and we need to get um uh, Tyler Hines. Tyler Hines, because he was. What was the one that we just watched him in? Never um, been Chris. Never been Chris. Yeah. He was so good he in that was one. So good, yeah. and he's got a very dedicated following. Yes. Do you know what they're called? No. The Heinies. <laughs> the Heinies. Hashtag Heinies. H y n i e s. That's like Look an old up. word for your butt that like it nobody is. says anymore. Like, but I feel like they're all get like, your Heinie out of here. Like they're all like. <laughs> Totally, I'm yeah. sure. We're the Heinies. Um, uh, <laughs> anyway, so very, very exciting uh, episode today. Um, and do want to remind you guys before we get too far into the episode, if you're not following us on social media already, please make sure you do so. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and at Xmas Pod on the X. And you can also watch full episodes. We actually just released yes. earlier this week. On Monday, the St. Jude holiday special yes. with Howie Mandel. And this was like a Sanchez fully Claus. produced special. This oh, is a yeah, big deal like for graphics us. Graphics yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, you know, voiceover stuff. Yes. It's very, very cool. So go to our YouTube page to not only check out that video, but all videos of our show and Disney Countdown. That is YouTube.com slash Countdown Network. The link for all of those are also in uh, the episode notes. We should it, also just tell people while we're listing this stuff off. Yeah. What's our link for the St. Jude thing? Just in case people are Yeah, because they have up until... I think the end of the year till the 31st to yeah. donate and, and qualify for the sticker pack. The sticker pack uh, yeah. It is uh, stjude.org slash Christmas countdown. Yes. Uh, and I'll put that link in the yeah, episode notes great. as well so people can get to it. If you give $50 or more, you get a limited edition sticker pack, which features art by St. Jude patients. Yep, from the and kids. also a cool sticker of, uh, of our show yes. and then a St. Jude sticker yeah. as well. Plus, your money is going to go towards an amazing, amazing cause. So Helping make sure kids. you check that out if you're able to. Every every dollar counts, even if it's just a dollar. Just you know, do what you can. Yes. Um, uh, what else? Rate and review. Yes. If yeah. you're loving what you're hearing uh, on the show, if you're new to the show, if you are a longtime listener, uh, those ratings, those reviews really, really do a ton to ensure that more people discover our show. And we love to read. And it makes us feel good. It makes us feel great. <laughs> it, you know, my number one tip for the holiday season to uh, get into the spirit, give me a review. <laughs> Start a podcast, get reviews, no, saying how no, great you are. I just want them all to review us. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Tip number one is to help me feel better. <laughs> I need you to give me a review. That's uh, so good. But uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and if you're not able to review, because I think you can only leave reviews on Apple, uh, you can DM us. And, and somebody actually did that uh, this week, and we wanted to, to share that. Do you want to you know read what? that one? I'll let you read this one, because I actually have a review that somebody sent to me oh, really? directly that I can read after oh, this one. Okay, so awesome. you read the first one. All right, so this one is coming to us uh, from one of our uh, loyal listeners, Jana Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jana says to us, okay, guys, dot, dot, dot. Uh, haven't felt very festive this year. My mom is sick and all that goes with it. Um, was ready to say I'm not decorating and I've always decorated by Veterans Day. Well, today, listening to your Santa song countdown, I now feel like decorating and getting it all together. Mm. Thanks for keeping us in the festive mood and reminding us that we have a lot to celebrate. Uh, Christmas tree, Santa, Christmas tree, Santa, Christmas tree, Santa, Christmas tree uh, <laughs> emojis. Um, Jana, thank you for your yeah. message. Um, obviously, uh, we're sending prayers uh, to your mom, you yeah. know, everything that she's navigating and, and sending our best to you and the rest of your family. Just want to pray for peace and for strength uh, for you guys as you you know navigate a challenging time. And um, just we're grateful that our show can help, help to sort yeah. of balance out, um, 
you know, things that are hard, you know, in life. I mean, that that's our mission here, right, is to just spread light and love out into the world and to know that you found our show and that, it, and that it's helping you through, through a difficult time. Yeah. And, means the world. So please know that our, our thoughts and, and prayers are with you and, and sending uh, all, all our best to you this holiday season. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, all right, I got one, a review from Drew Monkmeyer. Monkmeyer. Drew yeah. Monkmeyer. Drew Monkmeyer. Never heard great that name. name. Okay. It's a great name. Uh, and he sent this to me a couple weeks ago. He said, Hi, Eric. I pray you're doing well this Thanksgiving. My name is Drew Monkmeyer. I need to share with you how much I truly enjoyed your What We Are Thankful For list on the most mm. recent episode. I've certainly connected with you on the first item you mentioned on your list, faith. Mm. I, too, am Lutheran and actually teach principal, uh, teach and principal at a Lutheran school in Peoria, Illinois. I know you mentioned you went to college in Peoria on an episode. Bradley? Yes, I did. I, I responded to him. I did. Uh, I grew up just west of Aurora, Illinois, Chicago suburbs, oh, wow. where I grew up, and moved this way for my calling to teach at a Lutheran school. I recently moved into administration in the school, and there are so many joys and days where I know the Lord is calling, is certainly guiding us through the challenges. Your podcast is one of those things that helps encourage. Wow. I have loved celebrating Christmas early since I was away from home in college, and I connected right away with finding a Christmas podcast to enjoy. Thank you for sharing your positive energy. My family and I love it. God's blessings. Oh, that was really nice. So thank you, Drew. I, Drew. I, I sent him a message back, but uh, we wanted to highlight it here as well. That's so kind yeah. uh, of Drew to reach out and, and to share that. Yeah. It's just amazing. You know, I feel like I say this every time we get these super really kind and supportive messages is that, you know, you, you feel this sort of like, I don't know, I think we both felt like this draw to do this thing, yeah. you know, and we were excited about it in the beginning. We didn't know what the show was even going right. to be, right? And then it just felt like the universe, God, what, again, whatever you sort of believe in was like, sort of like directing us down this path that something about what happens when you and I get together in a room and talk about this thing yeah. that we love and yeah, Christmas is at the heart of it, but so much of just life yeah. is at the heart of it. And I feel like we have just found a way to get into people's hearts and, yeah. and, and Put some that's, good in a the world. that's a gift. Yeah. Man. It really, really totally is a gift and I'm grateful. So, so totally. Drew and, and Jenna, thank you yes. for, uh, those kind words. Uh, and speaking of kind people who reach out to us, uh, we haven't been here in the studio, you know, for a few weeks. We've got some backup mail. The mail has been coming yes. so much so I can't fit it all in this bag. And in I don't think we can bag. fit it all in, in this episode. I think we're okay. going to have to do some more in the next all one. Right. Um, so we'll start with the one that's in the special delivery bag. And I'll show that for all the people who are watching uh, on our YouTube page. Um, so this one is coming to us from longtime fans. Uh, based out of uh, Connecticut. This is Teresa. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, Teresa is so amazing. She's always commenting on stuff on you know, the private Facebook in the group. group yeah. In the group. Um, but uh, I'll go ahead and read this card. And Great. And then we'll uh, see what's in this little box here. So I love it. It says, no peeking. Is mm, what it says on the card. I like that. Um, ooh, it says, Eric and Danny, Merry Early Christmas. There we go. Uh, I saw these items while doing some holiday shopping and knew I had to get them for you. Danny, as the resident Christmas vacation number one fan, I thought these pens would be perfect. Uh, and Eric, as resident number one fan of It's a Cow Christmas, I thought this ornament uh, would be a beautiful addition for you. That's good. That's good. <laughs> P.S. I did try and find uh, an onion ornament, but to no avail. <laughs> Thank you for all the happiness. Did she put a G in onion? She put it in parentheses. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So that's it was fair. like, for Eric, it's <laughs> sure, there. Sure, yes. But for the rest of the yeah, world, yeah. it's not. Uh, 
Uh, thank you for the happiness, delight, warmth, and joy you've provided me in the last year plus with love, uh, Teresa. Thank, thank you so you, much, Teresa. Teresa. We well, love you. Excited. Let me see if I can feel what feels like me. Oh, that's you. Because it popped out. Does of the it feel like there a cow? Oh. Oh, it's popping out! Yeah. Oh, I get. Oh my gosh, this wow. is so good. Look at that. Wait, is there something in this one, or is this just stuffing? I think it's just, uh, it's just extra stuffing. tissue paper. Wait, I just called it stuffing. That's what we need to. Is that what we it? need to call uh, tissue paper? The from extra now on? like loaded you know tissue be paper. Amazing. Like we need we more stuffing. Create tissue paper that looks like stuffing. Yes. And you stuff. And then you create a like wrapping paper that looks like turkey. Like turkey. So then you open it and there's the stuffing, stuffing inside. On the inside. This is a oh brilliant idea, gosh. Danny. Nobody ever done that. Oh, this is good. Somebody's I almost listening to this show and they are copywriting. I, I am trademarking it. As as we've mentioned many times on the show, I'm incredibly busy with the show right now. I'm a little tired. I almost just threw the ornament instead of the <laughs> wrapping paper. I was trying to think to throw the wrapping paper on the on the floor and I almost yeeted the uh, the Ye- I was like, Yeet oh gosh, no. Well, no. we haven't talked about yeeting since there we go. season one. I my think. my son talks about yeeting all the time now. Oh, see I don't have a child. The of eight that the age, eight year olds yeah. are just like Yeet 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 Well they was like hanging out with the kids at Christmas story the other night at your theater. Yes. Everyone was like bro and like yeah. dapping it up and I was like how it's old so, are you guys? You're so like funny. nine. Like, is yeah. that? But think about it. When you're a kid, especially yeah. at that like eight, nine, ten year old, yeah. all you want to do is feel like you're like seventeen. Yeah, I love so the like, one kid who's wearing like the white oh, like, yeah. tank top undershirt, yeah. like thing. a chain, gold With, chain, gold chain, and he was like dapping everybody. Yeah. I was like, "What's up, bro?" And it's I was Jacob. like, yeah. "Who is this guy? He's I love great. this guy so much." Okay, uh, anyway, Teresa, the I'm yeah. I'm looking at my beautiful cow with a little cowboy hat on and a little bandana and cowboy boots on the Dude, on the cowboy hooves. boots. That is so good. Thank That's you so much. Awesome. I love it. I That's love it. Put look it on, great on your tree. All right, and then uh, Teresa got me two pens. Uh, oh, this is awesome. Oh, this is great. So it's they're those pens where when you click them, like a different message pops up. In oh, the I love window. those. So this one's are they says, different lines? Nice. Yeah. So this one has like Clark Griswold on it in the middle of a uh, of a wreath, and the first one says "Joy to the Squirrel." <laughs> the next one says "Merry Clarksmas." Yeah. The next one says "Nuts about Christmas." Uh, next one says, not the brightest bulb. Sure. Uh, and then Joy to the Squirrel. And then this one, we've got Don't Hog the Nog. <laughs> uh, crazy About Christmas. Fun Old Fashioned Family Christmas. Yeah. I love that. And then Can I Refill Your Eggnog? That's <laughs> pretty good. Take out middle of nowhere. Leave you for dead. That's um, pretty good. That's great. Thank you so much, Teresa. That is so incredibly sweet of you. Um, thank you so much. And then we have uh, we have a big box. You want to save that for the next one, or you want to do no, that today? I think we got to do that one today. All right, we'll do it today. Let's, let's, let's do get it. into it. This one's been sitting Ooh. here for a couple weeks, and Big I know box. this is one of our most loyal. And I want to shout this person out because I don't know if you saw on the, the private Patreon uh, a couple days ago. Who's this from? This is from Jennifer. Jones? Uh, Jennifer Jones. Oh, yes. Uh, okay. So Jennifer and one of our other loyal fans, Nikki, mm-hmm. planned a meetup. I saw this. And they got together. That's really cool. Which I just thought was like the coolest thing ever because they did not know each other. Right before our show yeah, and that they reached out to each other and they planned this meetup and they had like a big Christmas tree and they wore our merch. They were wearing our merch. (laughs) Like I was just like, this is the coolest thing ever. And it's like, we talk about this all the time on the show of like this merry community. Like it really is the most merry community. There's a lot in this box. There's a lot in this box. (laughs) Let's get to it. Um, So here's I'll let, do you want to read the postcard for this one? This is from, uh, from Jennifer, a beautiful card from Idaho falls, Idaho. Beautiful. Which kind of, is uh, uh, what the first? Um, oh my gosh! Why am I blanking on checking it twice? 
Yeah. Yeah. I know. Falls. That's I know. Why she, You're I right. Think that's why she's selling this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Merry Christmas from the real Idaho Falls. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love you boys to the moon and back. Uh, you becoming my boys the first season and since then we added Chris and now John. Are and I like she didn't know how to spell John. She put an she H. She also didn't mention Emilio. No Emilio. <laughs> You're out, Emilio. Uh, our family just keeps growing. How awesome is that? Please enjoy the chocolates from my hometown. Ooh. I pilfered some from the box to send to Chris. Don't be alarmed. <laughs> <laughs> Love you all forever. Love Jen. This is what our falls actually look like. So that's the Idaho Falls. Oh, is an actual. Uh, yeah, because uh, the guy, Briggs, Scotty Briggs, right. gets sent to uh, Idaho, Falls, Idaho Falls. And then she sent another postcard. And then she sent like a bunch of like visitor guide oh, type cool. information, yeah, yeah. like the visitor, the visitor guide. Uh, <laughs> and then destination Idaho Falls. This does look beautiful, by the way. I've been wanting to go to Idaho for a while, like Coeur d'Alene. I, would I love don't to think see. I've ever been to Idaho. I've been to a lot of the states in the in the Union, but uh, I've driven through it. I don't know if I've ever spent much time there. And then look, she I've even sent. They're the hockey team yes! schedule. Let's Look see if that. they have the, the lineup and if Scotty Briggs Scotty is in the Briggs, lineup. Uh, what would he be? He'd probably be a forward, I would Dude, guess, right? I have not held one of these in so long. I used to My love team schedule. a little tiny folded up yeah. sports team schedule. I remember I used to get the Blackhawks one and I would like look at it and be like, okay, these are the home Dude, games same. and I'd yes, circle them. Yes, because yes. now it's all released online, right? But yeah. Like back in the day. You'd get them like at a restaurant. They'd be right. like... Or you like know. Unical 76 gas stations sure, yeah, would happen guessing, here yeah. in SoCal for the Dodgers. I love that. That's amazing. Put that right there. Put that right there. I love that. Um, all right. So she mentioned chocolate. Maybe we should start okay, by yeah. opening that up. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. This says on the box, it says, by far the best. But far is F-A-R-R. That maybe is the far, far candy far company. Candy company. Yeah, which was uh, started in 1911. Okay. Wow. So they, they've all been right. making chocolate for a while. They know what they're doing. All right. Let's crack open the box. Oh, Ooh. my Ooh. gosh. Look at all these a treats. A bunch of individual Do you want me to things. pass you one? Yeah, let's see what we got here. Well, what did yeah. you hear? I'm, this feels like, does this say nuts on it? No, this is Malo. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, I'll try that. like marshmallow in it. Do they have a peanut butter one? Let's see here. We've got a Grizzly Tracks, which is Huckleberry Marshmallow Divinity Center dipped in Ooh. rich milk chocolate. Wow. We have a peanut cluster. Can I try that one? Yep. There you go. Thank you. We well, got... heavy. Um... What's this one called? Is that the a Yellowstone Moose Bar, Ooh. which is uh, moist? Oh, it's it's like moose, like oh. moose. Didn't Dude, we talk about is, moose yes, the other day? That one's for you. Divinity covered in milk chocolate, sprinkled with peanut butter chips. Okay, yeah, that's that's, that's for you me. for sure. And it's, oh, there's more underneath, and oh they're my different. Gosh, whoa, there's a bunch more. Okay, let's open this one. Okay, first. I here I'm gonna toss you the Malo nut back. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm trying the peanut cluster. Oh, this is amazing. Oh, this, you know. Now, Chris, have you received your chocolates? Yeah, she sent me, I think, at least like five or six of them. And how, have you eaten all of them or you still have some left? Uh, I think we have a couple left, but they're they're pretty good. They're very rich. Mm. Yes. yes. I like rich They chocolate. look like they would be rich. All right, this is everyone's favorite part of our show. <laughs> Where we, we eat the microphone. Full of food. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Is this just chocolate and peanuts? Is that all this is? think that's what it said it was oh you could, they're like fresh roasted peanuts okay mine is i'm oh going gosh, into the really the moose what did i say this was yellowstone moose bar here that's we go oh that's chewy <laughs> oh my gosh oh it's almost like there's caramel in it or something yeah too. i saw like strings okay, coming that out that is delicious is it good oh that's really good oh wow that's really good mm. 
Oh, and then the peanut butter chips hit you at the end. Wait, there's peanut butter in it too? There's peanut butter chips on it. Oh my gosh. Let me see if there's another. There's I don't not know if one. I can eat oh, this much uh, candy this early in the morning. Oh, no. They are not? very rich. I, yeah. I've taken one bite and I almost feel like, okay, yeah, that's my like, daily that, that limit. Will, that will hit me for the next week. Um, um, wow, that's But really I'm going to give, though. I feel like we should um, give these out to like our family and we our should. friends to, yeah. to try. Um, maybe I'll throw a couple here. like in some stockings this year. What's that one? This is called peanut butter mudslide. Oh my gosh. You're going to love that, Danny. And it's like round. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like it could be mm. like a Reese's peanut butter cup sort of situation. Then we have oh a gosh. blueberry blondie. Wow. We have an Idaho huckleberry. Huckleberry is a big thing up in Yellowstone. Did you know this? Uh, when I think of huckleberry, all I think of is one thing. Huckleberry Finn. Tombstone. I'll be your huckleberry. I'm sure. Huckleberry. Um, yeah. Here's a Teton raspberry. Ooh, like the Grand Tetons. Yeah, exactly. So are they also Wait, maybe made... I have been to Idaho. No. Because when I, I went to Yellowstone, I think I stayed in Montana. I think. Do the Grand Tetons go? Because they're in Montana, right? They are they in Montana. They're Idaho? like right next to Yellowstone. Okay. Yes. It's yes, like yes. a different national park, but they literally almost like butt up against oh, each okay. other. Wow. This is amazing. Okay. So that's just the Very first good. part of this gift. Oh my gosh. There's more. Okay. There's I'm more. sitting chocolate. Now, I don't. There's three bags in here. Oh, this one says Eric on it, so that makes life easy. Thank you, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Right, that's okay. for Eric. The, oh. <laughs> she made, she sent a gift for John. Oh, nice. But she put an H in parentheses. That, just yeah, that's what I was saying. If it was J-O-N. She put that on the other thing, oh, too. Oh, that's awesome. All right, here we go. Right, I'm going to throw that over there for John. Ooh, okay. Wait. Okay. Up yet. Hold on. You might have the same thing, okay. so I, I'll wait to okay. say what it okay. is. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Should we open on, pull it out on three? Yeah. One, two, three. Oh my gosh! It's a Spud King's hat. Yeah. I love it so much. Oh my god! It's I'm taking off. Cap. I'm gonna take off my Santa cap. Oh, that's I'm gonna awesome. put the Spud Kings. That one is perfect for you. Oh, I and it matches your outfit. It matches. I love this hat. I'm gonna wear this all oh the time. Gosh. So the Spud Kings again are our uh, Idaho Falls oh Spud Kings. Hallmark is gonna love this. This yeah. is all. This promoting like checking it twice. Checking That's it right. Twice. They're gonna get some Paul Campbell love. So checking this. it twice, love. That she had. She, she sent me one of the Spud Kings hats too. Which one did nice. you get? I got a Spud Kings. I think you got a special one. She said. Oh, Eric. The yellow one. No, I think Danny got a special one. Oh, what is, is yours one. also a Spud Kings. Yeah, Mine, yeah. Mine's black. Uh, is it black? I, it looks green to me. I'm it? I'm colorblind though. I think it's black. Maybe I'm colorblind. <laughs> no, it's black. But it I, does. Somehow look green to me. What is yours? Does yours look like Eric's or? Yeah, mine's like Eric's. Oh, okay. Well, should I peek into John's and see what John got? Yeah. yeah. See what you do got. it. I'll yeah. swap them and I'll be like, "Here's your." Yeah, that's like really what she sent you. Or I think. Wait a second. John's is different oh, too. John's is different. John's is. Red. John's is the red. Okay. So I guess I got a special one. All right. All right. I like it. That's awesome. This was so kind. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We'll give John We're a drowning in riches he's, uh, here. back in the studio. This is amazing. Oh, our fans are the best. That Absolutely was good. I love it. Um, um, okay. Yes. I'm, I'm going to do something right now. I Danny. love that. Please. You mentioned an old-fashioned Christmas. Yes. I have a song to play for you. Okay. Now, everyone <laughs> just stick with me for the next five minutes. Okay. <laughs> I know what I'm saying and what you're hearing. You may go, what? What are we listening to? Just trust me. This is going to, it's going to knock your socks off. Yeah. Like in a good way? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
question you mark? just got to hear okay up? i was i was on the old tiktok the other day okay. and i came across uh, a podcast called what the podcast okay and they there was a gentleman on that show that played this song for his fellow podcast hosts okay blind listen blind react okay and it was so interesting okay <laughs> that i want to play it for you were there other words Chris. you wanted to use there other than no okay. no interesting really is the right word <laughs> um i thought you so, were gonna say disturbing no okay interesting okay interesting. okay so i'm gonna play i'm gonna play something for you <laughs> okay it's four minutes long okay you gotta go for the whole thing four minutes write it with me buckle up this is a song called an old-fashioned christmas okay by I love Lin an old-fashioned By Christmas. Linda Bennett. Linda Bennett. Okay. It's, you, it's lovely. Okay. You're going to enjoy it. Sounds this. like a sweet tune. Here we go. Ready? Here we go. Nice start. Yeah. Charming. This is your music, news, and weather station. Bringing you the best in Christmas music on this beautiful Christmas Eve. Okay. Very carpenter's esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy will be coming home as happy as can be. Okay. He'll be walking through the door ten minutes after nine. Cause the bus he takes each night is always right on time. It's gonna be a very merry Christmas. This is sweet, yeah. Fashion, yeah. For my children, their daddy and me. So this, this is the wife singing? Yeah. Okay. And the kids are singing? Yeah. This is very sweet. Yeah. We're sorry to interrupt this program, but a bulletin has just been handed me. There's been a serious accident involving the number five bus out of New Haven. The only information we have is that the bus skidded on a patch of ice and slammed into a tree. Stay tuned to this station for further details. Mommy, isn't that the bus? Daddy rides each night. What? <laughs> Put your mind at ease, my children. Everything's all right. All right. Oh, my gosh. Everyone, don't get excited. Things will be okay. okay. Nothing bad is going to happen. Video for this or just the song? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been handed the latest report involving bus number five out of New Haven. And from all indications, we're sorry to report 
that there were no survivors. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> This just can't happen. What am I to do? Oh my gosh. What have I got left in life? Oh my gosh. What have I got left in life to look forward to? Who will walk me down the aisle? Oh my gosh. On my wedding day. Who is gonna buy me toys and take me out to play? Oh my gosh. Merry Christmas, everybody! Wait, what? I know it's late, and I missed my bus. Well, don't just stand there. Help me with these presents! It's oh! My God! Daddy and me! Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> I want to okay. know how he got home. If he didn't take the bus, how did he get home? He didn't take the number five out of New Haven. So he took a different bus. Oh, my Wow. That, gosh. For lack of a better word, that takes you on a ride. It really, oh my goodness. really does. I did not see that coming. Neither did I. Any of it. <laughs> the fact, the way that it breaks in with the news bulletins yes. is so disconcerting. Yeah, and it like all of a sudden, like the key turns to a yes, minor yes. chord and like everything just feels really <laughs> intense and dramatic. Like so, who's going to walk me down the aisle? Yes. Oh my gosh. So again, if you want to listen to that yourself, I couldn't find it on uh, on um, Spotify, but I okay. found it on YouTube and it's called An Old Fashioned Christmas Daddy's Home by Linda Bennett. And it's from like 1975. I was going to ask, when did that come out? And was it released to be like a joke? Or I was don't this think like a real so. serious I, song? I think it was a real serious oh song. Oh my gosh. Like, did it get a radio play? Like, I want to know. <laughs> I, was, know. <laughs> I have so many questions about this song It is so now. weird though, right? Yeah. I mean, it may be the weirdest song I've ever heard. It's super disturbing. I wouldn't say it's the weirdest. One of the weirdest songs I've ever heard of was... Do you remember, uh, was it on like Adult Swim or something years ago? They did like the take on like a sitcom, like Too Many Cooks. Oh, yeah, that was too weird. Too many yeah, cooks. Yeah, yeah, too yeah. Many, and then it just keeps going, keeps going and going and, and going. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like in the future. And yeah. It's that really one was very weird. Creepy. Uh, Isn't that great though? Yeah. I can't believe <laughs> that is a thing. Interesting really was the right word. Interesting. Yeah. It. Yeah. Because like you get really sad for yeah, them. Very but sad. Then daddy comes home. Also, I mean, there were no survivors on that bus. So it's so not a completely really joyful. No, like think about all the other people who were singing the same yeah. song waiting for dad to come down home, the street. And he's not. Oh my gosh. Wow. I feel like a music video needs to be made. Somebody needs to like to animate uh, like the ones that they do for Frank Sinatra yes. videos now. They need to do that for an old fashioned oh Christmas gosh. daddy's home. That is, so that is thanks everybody something. for bearing with that five minute Woo! emotional roller coaster. <laughs> That was intense. But I heard it. I was like, I got to play this for Danny. Well, I'm glad we got to do that. Um, <laughs> and speaking of like news sort of yes. things, since it had a little news break in there, we do have some Christmas news. Yes, we do. We interrupt our program to bring you this Christmas news. This first piece of news I actually learned about. I was in the kitchen the other day. I think I was making lunch for my my daughter's making her PB and J, and I looked over at my little Amazon device, and it'll give like news sure. reports. And there was a news story that said that there was a massive shortage of Christmas trees, mm. and I was like, "What? How's that? Why? How? How? Why? How? Yeah. All the things." I think for me because 
we have artificial trees in the house. Sure. I don't really go to the lots and see sort of what's happening. But I will say that one of my buddies sent me a text the other day, a picture of his tree, and he goes, guess how much? And it was $320. Yeah. The I'll, tree that he I'll tell got. you, we just got our tree uh, on Saturday morning. Yeah. And we went to Home Depot because as much as I love to go to those little Christmas tree lots yeah. and I like to support a small business and everything, it your buddy is not joking. For like a basic six, seven foot tree, that's not a huge tree. No. That's a pretty basic Christmas tree. You're looking at over $200. What? And knowing that you're going to have it for a month, like that's that's wild, that's crazy. And I wonder if it connects to this the so. shortage. So I, so I was, you know, I watched the whole news report, and they revealed that the main contributing factor is that a lot of the trees we get that are like seven, eight feet tall take 15 years to grow. Yep. And if you track back 15 years, we were in the middle of the recession. People weren't spending money. People weren't buying trees. So all the growers were like, well, is this going to continue? I'm just going to plant less trees. And so as a result of that, we find ourselves in this place where there's this shortage of trees, which would lead me to believe supply and demand. You know, like there was this woman they were interviewing who owned a lot in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And she was like, we were supposed to get a thousand trees. I ordered a thousand. We got 500. Oof. So like for her to make what she normally makes, she's got to double the price. Double the price. Like it's simple. Yeah. mathematics which is just crazy so i'm curious for everyone who's listening out there are you navigating a similar thing and if yeah. you are i wonder if people i'd love to know yeah. artificial trees because if it's like 300 yeah for a fresh one or 300 for one that you can have for the next 10 years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It feels like you gotta go you know this same kind of thing happened with bourbon really because bourbon takes you know like eight nine years to really mature and be at like good drinking right. bourbon and bourbon became really popular sort of like in the I think it was the late 2010s or like 2016, 17. Is there was just a big push towards people drinking bourbon, but there wasn't enough bourbon to go out because it had not been that popular. And then they were like, "We can't make it fast enough. Like we can't make it overnight. It takes eight or nine years to to make it." Why Pappy Van Winkle like? Blew That's up a big and part got of it, so yeah. expensive. Yeah. Like I remember all of a sudden this random everybody was bourbon, like, yeah. like everyone was like, you get your pappy. Gotta get the pappy. And That's it was like nine hundred dollars yeah, crazy for a bottle. Yeah. And I tried it. I've tried it too. I was like, I wouldn't I've had better bourbons. Yeah, same. Yeah. That I didn't have And to pay more drinkable bourbons. Like yes. I, I felt like when I drank Pappy, I was like, I see that this clearly has a lot of body and history to it. You can feel it, mm-hmm. but it's not something that'll be like, oh, I want to drink this. No, Whereas that's like, like a once, like every few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. throw an ice cube in it and yeah. just slowly sip. I'd on rather it. have like a Four Roses. That's a very drinkable bourbon. Ooh, I ever had Four ever Roses? Had four roses. Blantons. Have that's you tried really the Sinatra one. like select ones that they've released? No. through Jack Daniels. No, I have. I I've, think I've seen an ad for them, but I've not tried I'll, them yet. I have one of them. Ooh, I, I rarely, I only drink it on like super yeah. special occasions. But maybe for a finale, maybe yeah. I'll, we can cheers at the end. I like give it. You a little something. I like that. I like that. Um, but there's one more piece of Christmas news. Yes, I saw this one. This is good. Isn't this thrilling? This is very good. Macaulay Culkin, our our boy, yeah, from Home Alone, who's now let's see, he's got to be it's like 43. I want to yeah. say. Early 40s, yeah. about our age. Um, he got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which was really cool because, A, he was a big movie star, even though it's not what he does now. Like, mm-hmm. he had a big impact on the industry. And there's 100%. people that have done less or have had less of an impact that have stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And I thought that the uh, ceremony that they did, Catherine O'Hara was there, yeah. which was awesome, who played his mom in Home Alone. She came and gave a great speech just about how, like, 
you were such a good kid and mm. you just were so great in the movie and you were a great actor, even though you were nine years old or whatever. And she just seemingly had so much love for him mm. still. And he seemed to be very happy that she was there. That's awesome. And then his speech, when he sort of gave his like, thank you at the end of the ceremony, he's like so humble. He seems yeah. like a real actual person of the world, you yeah. know? And, it's one of those things where I think he had such massive, huge, massive success in the early part of his life that I get the sense that he was like, I did that, and now I live a very quiet mm -hmm. life with my wife and my kids. I like being a dad. Yeah. I like staying home, playing games with my kids, you know. <laughs> and I just thought that was so cool that, you know, he was one of those child stars who didn't go off the deep end and have tragedy and disasters yeah. all around him he like was able to like have a real life and seems very very happy and humble and appreciative and 100 percent. it was very cool it was cool you know to hear like how family has become such a big thing for him and i think some of his family was there yeah. and paris jackson was there it yeah. was just it was just cool you know it felt super long overdue yeah for him you know we think about home alone but obviously he did my girl and sure um i feel like there was a ton of other stuff that he uh uncle buck yeah he was in which is yeah. was his first john hughes movie and then they yeah. want he john was like he has got to play this is my home uh, kid yeah kevin and it's just you know to be able to carry the weight i think of those films at such yeah. a young age uh says a lot about a person so congrats congrats to macaulay that's a big the big moment the mac um, but, uh, you know, speaking of, you know, big celebs and, and Christmas movies, we have a guest who Let's is joining us here. Should we, should we bring him in? Let's bring him in. All right, friends. We teased this at the beginning of the episode and we are so thrilled to welcome to the Christmas countdown show. Hopefully our new friend here, uh, one of the stars of magic and mistletoe on Hallmark channel, which premieres this Friday night at eight, seven central. Everyone, please welcome in Paul Campbell. Paul, how are you? I'm good. I'll, I'll wave. I'm holding the camera in one hand. I'm really not equipped with proper tripods, etc. So I'm trying to keep this thing steady like a pro. So I'll wave real gently. <laughs> this is awesome. Well, we appreciate you hanging out. You know, last year we got to chat with one of your co-stars um, from Three Wise Men, Andrew Walker. So we feel like we're om we've almost got the triad yeah. uh, of the dudes, you know, now that we're chatting with you here today. Right. So you got the top ones out of the way and you're just working your way to the bottom. I get it. Um, <laughs> working our way to the high. I would have gone after know? Walker first, too, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, but he he won't speak to me off camera. So <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Well, we're excited to, to get to hang out with you here today. You know, first off, how's your holiday season going so far? You know, we're right in the thick of the Christmas season. How, how's yours going so far? Here's a funny thing about being a Hallmark actor and now a Hallmark writer is my holiday season starts like January 15th <laughs> and runs through to December 26th and then picks up again around January 15th. Yeah. Oh, when, awesome. when I start writing, I, you know, we sort of live immersed in Christmas all year round and I have no complaints about it. They, you really are. It's like Christmas on the brain. Um, I mean, now, certainly now that, uh, I've been writing and it's been three or four years of nonstop Christmas on the brain. So the, uh, definitely the weather now feels a little more in line with the actual holiday season. It's a little tough to get super hyped about Christmas in July, but, <laughs> but yeah, my holiday season is shaping up great. And also having a seven year old yeah. makes a huge difference because you have like, the perfect age to see he's so still joyful the wonder of christmas is still very much alive and real so 
uh, you know, we got, you know, Elf on, Elf on a Shelf and things like that. Those are huge things. And it's yeah. impossible not to be thrust into the holiday season when that little mischievous guy starts <laughs> yeah. showing up. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we need a yeah. Hallmark Elf on the Shelf movie. That, that, that feels like uh, untapped. I got to call uh, my agent. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. just got rich. <laughs> Some holiday time. tradition. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Or maybe it's like a contest it's to like create really... the next great holiday tradition sort of thing that like ties in reality yeah. TV with like social media. You know, we don't ask for much, Paul. We just like, you know, special thanks, you know, maybe yeah. in the end credits, something like that. Something like that. I'm going to call it Midge in the Fridge. Uh, <laughs> no, not Midge. It's going to be like uh, that. That actually, I was thinking of the name. There's got to be a, like a, what's an adult version where you could. Uh, <laughs> I realized that sounded horrible and that <laughs> wasn't where my mind was going at all. Uh, it's not Steve up my sleeve. It's, um, it's like something like there's, that. But there's a funny, I want a funny adult version of somebody that just keeps popping up everywhere yeah it should be your boss like boss boss yeah. on the something or you know, um boss in the moss or yeah. something like that i don't know yeah something like that anyway i think we all just got rich so okay here's um, a good question for you as, as a hallmark writer can you yeah. give us any insight into the naming of the movies yes. and what that process is Please. do do the movies start with a title or are they written and then is there a special titling department because we love the names of all the hallmark movies but i need more information of how this process creatively uh, unfolds gents i wish i knew i honestly i don't no, there's a there's a team of magical people working behind the scenes that obviously when you're naming 40, 40 plus movies a year that all have sort of Christmassy titles. I don't know how they do it. There's a there's an algorithm. There's some sort of thing. <laughs> I I assure you the vast majority of these movies start with a name. Yeah. But, you know, it's like you you kind of just give it something vague and you know relatively usable knowing that once it goes into the machine they have to sort of slip and slide and and maneuver around all the other films so you never really know what the movie's gonna come out with or why certain names are chosen uh it's one of the most fun parts of writing a script is going what's it going to be called yeah we just never know yeah we we joked earlier this season we're like it feels like it's a bunch of dads who are really into dad jokes who are like in some room and they're like okay so this movie is about like a, a hockey player who's sort of like Fallen on tough times, yeah. but he's fallen in love. And the guy's like, oh, I got one for Checking you. It Tracking it twice. Done. Next one. Because um, they're all very punny. And they're so, they're good. so, so good. We're, we're huge fans. Guys, I can assure you, if it was a room full of dads coming up with these names, I would have been invited <laughs> to that club. <laughs> That's a great point. Coming up with like the cheesiest name possible. I'm like, oh, no, I'm their first pick for that. They're not inviting me to this. They're, <laughs> there's a real... And honestly... I love it. I love the names. Yeah. I lo- I'm like, it brings me so much joy. Um, and I don't think they miss. I go, yep, no. that's it. That's what it's called. Every time you're like, yep, nailed it. Yes. Yeah, like never been Chris. That was another one that, that, that one, just yeah. really, really so got great. us chuckling. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so great. Good. Never yeah. been Chris. You're like, yeah, of course it is. Of yeah. course. I, when we, when, uh, when we wrote, Kimberly Sussan and I, when we wrote uh, Starlight Christmas, we wrote it was called a starlight christmas and when it came out it was christmas by starlight and uh we just went great sure somebody inside was like 
Nope. This is better. It's not a Starlight Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas by, by Starlight. Starlight. And that, yeah. you know, that was it. Um, it might also have to do, if I'm going to get nerdy, it, it might have to do with like alphabetically mm. a C instead of Starlight, a C shows up somewhere else in a Google on, search on somewhere. A where they go or something, the more yeah. titles to start with Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it, like for for searches, there's definitely some thought going into these things. Hundred so, percent. So you know, speaking of you know, like dad jokes and being a dad, like you you shared, you have a seven year old. Are you starting other than Elf on the Shelf? Are there any fun like family holiday traditions that maybe were a part of your childhood that now you're like starting to bring to life with with your Pass kid? On, yeah. Not really. No. Okay. <laughs> oh. You're making you know, your own. I think. I'm trying to think of the the traditions that I had when I was a kid were mostly really sort of around Christmas Day. Mm. Um, I had a huge extended family growing up, so Christmas dinner was always a big thing, and there would be 20 to 25 people. That's changed dramatically now. You know, Christmas is a much smaller affair um, with, with just with the size of my family, and people have moved away and stuff like that. So. Uh, and even Christmas morning, which was, I had two siblings and Christmas morning was very structured. Mom and dad were like, absolutely could not come downstairs before 7am. We would <laughs> sit at the top of the stairs for sometimes two or three hours waiting for the clock to tick over to seven. Like, right. Uh, nobody can afford a house anymore. So I have a condo. There's no stairs. <laughs> not a two story house. Come on. I'm in a one level, you know, one and a half bed condo here. Uh, you know, it's really hard to go. You wait on the other side of that <laughs> open concept room <laughs> until seven. <laughs> like, That's like, so true. Uh, oh. you know, the kid's sleeping under the tree already. So I think there's something really fun about Elf on the Shelf wasn't around when I was a kid. And had it been, absolutely, that's something that we would have incorporated into our son's mm. world. But that's a huge tradition. And then, you know, just uh, like having a gathering having a christmas eve gathering christmas is so much more about our friends who are also our kind of our extended family now that when i was a kid the, the family friends weren't really part of it now friends are such a big part of it so we're kind of trying to develop our own new traditions here and i think we're doing a pretty okay job that's awesome yeah i love that now paul you have achieved the dream i i myself am an actor as well and uh, so many actors were like, nah, I should be writing. I could write this so much better. Talk to me about your transition or your addition, I should say, from being an actor into writing and how did uh, you know, uh, your partnership with Kimberly, how did that sort of come about? And talk to me a little bit about that. Um, like most things in my life that are good, I've kind of just stumbled into them a little bit. Uh, I think I've always operated with the um, the idea that I could do anything until somebody told me that I couldn't or that I was capable of doing anything until somebody said, you shouldn't be doing that. And I've always really, really loved the Hallmark movies. I loved the, the first two movies that I did were written by an incredible writing duo named Tippi and Neil Dabrowski, who are legendary among Hallmark writers. And they don't really write for Hallmark anymore, but they were pretty prolific back in the day. And they mm. wrote, you know, beautiful dialogue and uh comedy and heart and funny and the really great storytelling and it, the, so i got really inspired early on um and kind of spoiled having done two of their movies and anytime another script would come to me i'd always improvise stuff and you know kind of do my actor pass and come up with fun ideas and then um 
I was like, I should just pitch something. I think I could bring something really funny to the table. So I pitched an idea for a movie called Sunsand and Romance. And I pitched it to an executive at Hallmark that I'd worked with. And she said, this is great. We'd love to make the movie. We're going to hire some writers. We're going to bring some writers on board to write the script, but you can executive produce it and you can star in it. I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. And then the writers were kind of struggling with the script and it went through a couple different iterations and a couple different sets of writers. And we were about a week out from filming and we, they still didn't quite have the voice. The story was there, but I, it wasn't as funny as I wanted. And they hadn't really got my character. And I just said, can I just take the script and and do a pass of all the dialogue? Yeah. So I did. I took the script and I, and I rewrote a lot of the dialogue and it really worked. And I think it gave the network confidence that I could do it. And then um, I kind of laid low for a couple of years. And then I met Kimberly on a Godwin Christmas as an actor. And she said, hey, I've got this idea for a movie. I don't know what to do with it. And I said, let's write the script. Let's just yeah. write it. So we wrote it. And that was a starlight Christmas. And uh, we wrote a spec and we took it into the network and said, what do you think? And they said, we think it's great. We're going to make it. And that was kind of it. As soon wow. as we had opened the door and proven that we could do this thing, then the work ne never really stopped. And, you know, here we are four years later, still working Amazing. away. Amazing. That's incredible. Do you yeah. have any new writing projects? I know a lot of the, the big fans of Three Wise Men are eager for that sequel. Do you think? Is that going to come? We're, um, we've been working on a couple things this year. Uh, this was a really strange year because of the strikes. And uh, we did have one project that was kind of set to go for Christmas this year and ended up not happening. I know there's been a lot of talk about the sequel. And I think, you know, Hallmark traditionally hasn't jumped at sequels because they're really difficult. And there's no question that that's bouncing around over there i think everyone's just trying to figure out is it the is it the right way to go is it can you recapture the magic can you do it again are we smart to just let that thing be its own thing or if the right idea comes up you know should we should we roll the dice and try and do a sequel as of yet you guys know as much as i do about it um, <laughs> but i know there's like i know it's not off the table for sure yeah, well, we had a, a blast with yeah. that one. I Love mean, it. the dancing scene with you guys, uh, for the listeners out there who who missed Three Wise Men and a Baby last year, go check it out. Yeah. It is incredible. It, it cracked me up so much. And then you guys did that on stage at Christmas Con, right? Didn't you like yeah. rehash it for everybody, which was we've done it a amazing. few times. <laughs> yeah, we've done it a few times. I was at an event on Saturday here in um, in Vancouver, the first one ever in Vancouver, and people in the audience, I was doing a panel, people were like, show us the dance. And I was like, really <laughs> one of me. So I did the first opening beats. But yeah, there's been um, the dance, which honestly, I don't know if you've seen some, you've seen us talk about it before, but really it was just written into the script as the boys get up and do a silly dance, right. you know, and <laughs> over the course of the week prior, we, we didn't even have music for it. We didn't know what it was going to be. <laughs> and uh, we just started listening to these samples that our producer was bringing us. And he's like, these are free. These cost right. nothing. <laughs> you know, we wanted a big budget song. And he's Pick like, here's what you get. And there was that weird sugar plum, uh, like techno we're like what is this weird thing yes this is perfect and so over the course of the week at lunchtime the three of us just banged out this stupid dance and we hadn't really figured it out until uh the moment they called us upstairs to shoot it it was right after lunch on friday and we had not even like we just we didn't never really had it completely done and we just were like 
yeah, let's just try it. And then when I mean, they got the first take and that's what made it in the movie. That's incredible. That amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, all right. Now, Paul, this episode that you are on here today, we are talking about our top five ways to get into the holiday spirit. And you have let us know that you may be prepared with a, a little list to share with our listeners. Do you want to start off at number five there? Sure. We're going to go. We're going to build up to number one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All about the drama. Wow. I did the math real quick on that. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, w I do have a list here. So I'm going to start with number five. Then. The, my, my number five uh, best way to get into the holiday spirit is, I think it's a pretty common one, put up the tree. Yes. Oh, okay? yeah. You're going to want to put up the tree. The second that tree goes up, it changes the whole space, especially when you live in a tiny open concept. <laughs> You're never out of, it's never out of your periphery. That's right. Right. You know, you can even turn the lights off, but you're always seeing trees. So yeah. get that tree up. Love and that. I would say position it. If you have a corner window, get it in the window. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. people driving by know. are also affected by the tree, you know? I like that. That's great. Um, Love that one. Light the heck out of it. Let the kid decorate it any way they want yeah. because the wackier, the better as far as I'm concerned. It's, uh, you know, there's no uh, ego is the enemy of art. So let that kid just <laughs> yes. go and... And, or, dump or pro tip, on get, the tree. get two trees and let your kids decorate one of them and let your wife decorate the other so that way she can have it look exactly the way she wants it to look. At least that's what we've done in my house. Sure. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Put one up out of reach. No, no, no. Yeah. That's the adult street. <laughs> Number four, I would say start Christmas shopping. I, I never do it early enough, but I find as soon as you get some of that Christmas shopping done, you start to get into the spirit. And I do like the idea of a sort of one for you, one for me thing. Mm -hmm. So, cause you know, people, you can't count on people to get you good stuff. So <laughs> for every gift you buy for someone else, buy something for yourself that you really like, keep the receipt and then you can take it back if you have to. But if Christmas is a total wash, at you least you have all that stuff. stuff that you bought for yourself. I like you know? that. I like that plan. That's, um, that's a pro tip for sure. <laughs> mitigate the sadness early. Just get ahead of it. That's brilliant. Uh, number three, yeah. I'm going to say the word stalking. I think you know where I'm going with this stalking the liquor cabinet. Okay. <laughs> you're going to want to, you're going to want to really fill up on the liquor cabinet. Yes. Um, you've heard the expression, the more, the merrier it applies here. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> Don't brilliant. be shy uh, be prepared. with the yeah. liquor because yeah. at some point, no matter how good things are going, you're going to need a drink at yeah. some point. Uh, number two, hear me out. Don't don't shut off the podcast. I want you to hear me out until I've completed this whole thing. Tell the family Christmas is canceled. <laughs> wow. Expound. Okay. Let that marinate for a second. Let everybody really feel it. Like, especially if you have a family that's gotten a little bit, you know, apathetic, a little bit like, meh, a little humbug. Tell them it's canceled this year. Yeah. You know how quickly they will get back on board when you tell them it's not canceled again? Like the second you take something away from them, you give it back, they're on board 100%. Okay. Okay. That's brilliant. You go full pedal to the metal holiday spirit after that. I promise you. High risk, high reward so, though. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. yeah. Well, could go sideways. <laughs> and honestly, uh, I'm not liable legally if, if that doesn't work out. Uh, this is a... A vocal <laughs> disclaimer. <here. laughs> we'll put it in the uh, episode notes. That we'll put it in the episode notes. Now, do you let your wife, your your significant other, in on this, or is it just Are a you... surprise for everybody? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
Uh, and is it like a sitting again, at the table, like a pounding on the <laughs> on the dinner table? Christmas is canceled, or is Christmas it very nonchalant? Should things really go sideways? See number three. Stock that liquor cabinet. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna want to go back to number three. This is where that one comes in handy. Great, okay, it's brilliant. Backup plans on backup plans. Yeah, smart. Um, <laughs> And when you run out of liquor, at least you bought yourself a few nice That's things right. at the store. Oh, it's okay? all set up. Yeah. Okay, I like Just this. you and your tree at the end of it all. I yep. love it. <laughs> Number one is the big one. Yeah. You got to watch those Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, there it is. A hundred percent. You got to watch those Hallmark. You got to put them on before Halloween, October 25th. Forget Halloween. Let's steamroll that holiday. Because <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. We're with you. You put them on and you leave them on a loop and you don't turn them off until... December till New Year's Eve, right? Till you're raising a toast and ringing in the new year. Then those movies can go off. But otherwise, two and a quarter months of Christmas movies will put you in the holiday spirit like no other, I promise. I love That's it. such Paul, a great that list. That was a great <laughs> list. That was amazing. And, and, and speaking Thanks. of, you know, Hallmark Channel holiday movies, we got to give a, a shout out to your movie, which is premiering this weekend, Friday uh, at 8, 7 Central, which is Magic in Mistletoe. How, how much fun was that movie to work on? And, and, and share with our audience a little bit more about the story. This one's different for me. Um, uh, it was really fun to work on. I'd never worked with Lindy Greenwood, who's phenomenal. And this is by far the biggest character arc. The, mm. the, I go from the most unlikable character, and, and I really played with how unlikable this guy is off the top. He really is a Grinch. Um, and then sort of having to bring him full circle and get back on board with everything. It's a really, it was a really good, fun, deep, emotional arc to play with. And to be able to play off somebody like Lindy, who's such a seasoned pro, uh, was great. It was a, it was a great script. Um, as a female director, Paula L. And I've never worked with a female director before, and I was so happy to for the first time on this. And um, it's just a really, really charming fun story i think people are gonna like it a lot it's uh you know it's not always you get to play a really different role but i think this one challenged me in the best way and hopefully people respond to it yeah i think people are gonna love it i mean and it feels like you know you doing all this writing work you know your character as an author in the film did you sort of like source like any of your work experience as as a writer and sort of bring that into the character as you were developing him not at all <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Yeah, no. Um, I'm not great at improv. It's a no end. <laughs> uh, no end. Uh, no, I mean, I did it a little bit. I think, you know, there, yeah, to, to be fair, there's an element. He becomes really disenfranchised with his own work, and he he's he's hugely, hugely successful. He's kind of like the the J.K. Rowling of Christmas. You know, he's got these this book franchise about Christmas that has been globally revered and celebrated and he kind of um he becomes disenfranchised with it it's, and uh having had a tiny bit of success as a writer myself i've seen the pressures and all those things that come with success and these things take on a life of their own and uh you know i i could certainly see why why the character was so easily um identifiable for me or, or so easily 
uh, help me out. What's the word here? I'm, I don't, I don't write very well. <clears throat> What's the word? He's, um, accessible. Yeah. Accessible. There's the word yeah. you should write. Uh, yeah, he's very easily <laughs> accessible. And I just went, Oh, I know this guy, you know, I'm, I'm actually not a very public person. I do really like my privacy. I like my anonymity. Um, and to become, I think I'd be in the same boat if I became this like hugely recognizable celebrity and just and just sort of lost everything all the intimacy everything from your life i think that would be a big problem so it was really fun to to jump into that role that's awesome I love it. well we're super excited about it and it's going to premiere uh, this episode is going to premiere on the 7th so your show is going to be premiering tomorrow yeah, on the eight, 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 seven central. So make sure to check it out. And the beauty of you know Hallmark Channel is they're constantly, you know, re-airing these movies all throughout the holiday season. And get on the you know the Hallmark uh, movie checklist app, which will let you know you know when uh, Magic and Mistletoe will be re-airing if you happen to miss it uh, on Friday. But uh, Paul, we're so grateful that you took time out of your busy schedule in the holiday season to come hang out with us. And uh, you know, I, I forgot to bring this up earlier, but we did have a little Instagram exchange with you recently in the comments section. Do you remember that you commented on one of our videos and you're like, I would dress up as an elf uh, to deliver yes. goodies to you. And then we're like, oh, don't tempt us with a good time. And we went back and forth. And I love that like this all came full circle. And now we're getting to chat with you here today. Uh, yeah, but I actually remember that conversation leaving off with, I'm literally here waiting for you <laughs> to put me in something. And <laughs> Still like, waiting. Still like, waiting. I was like, but seriously, let me do something. And you guys were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I heard nothing. So well, we were working through um, the PR team at yeah, Hallmark yeah, yeah, Channel. Yeah. We had to get all the you know the eyes dotted, T's <laughs> crossed, and stuff. And yeah. now here we are. Here we are. I genuinely would. I love what you guys are doing. I genuinely would love to be part of that. The idea of going and surprising somebody and doing that and being an ambassador for the network and delivering joy, like truly, I meant that. If there's ever an opportunity, put me in. That's, that's spectacular. Right up my alley. Let's make it happen. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. yeah. If you're down here in LA or we're up in Canada, yeah. we'll we'll comment at each other on instagram again yes. and, and make it happen perfect awesome perfect. paul thank you so much for being on our show and uh, we wish you a merry christmas and have a good good time with your family the rest of the holiday season thanks guys merry christmas to you too thanks, thanks paul that was so awesome dude paul, paul is, such a great, is guy. great cool guy super cool guy i just love all the things that he does not not just a you know one trick pony not just yeah. an actor but involved in the creative process as yeah. well and um you Writer know and all that stuff yeah. super super cool dude so thanks paul for, for hanging yes. out with us and make sure you check out his movie yes magic and mistletoe that's right which i'm very very excited about yeah. that one the, the art itself like there's a lot of intrigue i think in, the, in yeah. the hero art for that movie so make sure you check that one out uh this weekend on hallmark channel fantastic this episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I think we should get into the countdown, yeah? Let's do it. Let's do it. 
Alrighty, folks, here we go. These are the top five ways to get into the holiday spirit. Yes. Um, I'll be honest, Danny. I did not number mine. I didn't I either. came up with 10 because we're going to do five on our bonus the episode. The bonus episode later this week, um, yeah. So mine are not necessarily in like, I'm going to pick my five favorites, but okay. my five through one are all equally good. I, I It feels it very similar to like things we're thankful for. Yes, yes. You know, like who's to say that They're one all is good. better yes. than Absolutely. the other? You Absolutely. Know? Um, okay, I'm gonna start with uh, I'm gonna start with this one. Okay, and this is to plan a themed holiday party. Oh, fun! Okay, now there's a lot of ways you can go with this. You could do the classic ugly sweater party. Everybody loves a fun ugly sweater party. Uh, you could do a white elephant gift exchange. That's always fun. Uh, you could do a holidays by the decades Ooh. party where you're like, hey. You guys are going to come as Christmas in the 50s. You guys are going to come as Christmas in the 90s. You guys are going to come as oh, wow. Christmas in the 20s, whatever. And then each couple like gets a decade to dress sort of festively, but in a style of a decade. That's amazing. That's kind of a fun idea, right? Yeah. Um, you could do a movie characters party where you're like, hey, your family is Christmas Vacation. Your family is Elf. Your family is Rudolph, whatever. And then like each family Dude, comes as different. Awesome. And then think about the fun of like having a big party in your house and there's like a buddy the elf there's a you know a rudolph there's a, a yukon cornelius walking around you got somebody dressed like clark griswold yeah. yeah i mean <laughs> it would be so fun right so that's my number one thing that you could do if you're trying to get into the holiday spirit it's always better to do it with others and with people so plan a fun holiday themed party i love that i, yeah. I was gonna say like and the fact is you're gonna be with a bunch of people that yeah. you love yeah which is what the holiday season and i think people about. people dig I think people dig having uh, not just a reason for a party, but like a directive mm. in a party. Like, sure, we all know like, hey, we're having a Christmas party. Show up at five. And you just are like, all right, great. I'm going to go and it'll be fun and I'll see people and I'll dress nice or whatever. But I, I, I know that our family, whenever we're given like, hey, we're doing this party, but this is the theme or like this is what we're going for, whether that's outfit ideas or like we said, theme or food themes or something like that. It just gives it a more like, oh, this is special. And yeah. like it's something more to think about as the lead up to the event as opposed to just oh, shoot, we got to go to that thing. Let's leave. Right. You know, and what just is the dress attire? Right. And is it formal? Is right. it not yeah. formal? You know, I, I think point people totally in the direction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I think that's a, a great one. And one thing I wanted to point out is we are doing this countdown today because of our Patreon. So we had posted a few weeks ago because we had like an, an open, open theme slot, that we yeah. hadn't selected. And so we presented, I think it was four different options or five yes, different options to people to vote on. And this was like the resounding massively choice by yeah. by the people. Um, so huge thank you to our Patreon fam on the private Facebook group for voting on this and for giving us uh, this great list uh, to work off of. And I think it it speaks to where a lot of people are at. Is like they know the holidays are here. They know it's something they love, and they're trying to find a way to get connected back yeah. to to that spirit of the season. Um, so, uh, you know, this again where we list these isn't necessarily like how important it is. So I just want to start off with the first one that popped to mind for me when, when I sat down to start making this list. Um, and that's look through old photo albums. Mm. You know, we've talked about, I think on the show before, like this idea that photos feel like they've sort of lost their impact. Right. You know, yeah. because we can we take, take so many, so many photos. Yeah. But like, were we talking about this when we were doing the Christmas story episode recently about like our, our aunts and you know uncles and grandmas and grandpas who like 
would like love to share the photos from yeah. like past Christmas yeah. gatherings. And I think when you go back and look at those photos, you get to sort of get a sense of like what the feeling was, what, what the spirit was at that time. And you get to see people that maybe aren't with us anymore. You sure. get to see how happy you were, you know, on Christmas morning when you opened up that silly toy, you know, that you had wished for for so long. It also know? was because we couldn't take unlimited photos and you got 12 or 24 yeah. pictures per roll. Every picture that was taken seemingly was more important. Like it was yeah. like, you wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm going to snap a picture of that. You'd be like, all right, hold up the gift and everybody smile like your mom or dad would always yeah. be like, okay, here we go. We're taking a picture. We got one chance at this, yes. you know? So I think it, it, it really like grabbed moments in a more intense way as opposed to now mm. with the, you know, taking yeah. a thousand pictures. It's being present in that moment. But I think also, you know, I, I don't know if you have this happen with you, but like with me, with like t- trying to get pictures of my kids, I'm like, look over here. Oh, yeah. Smile. You're not looking at daddy. Blah, 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 blah. Like, but we keep taking it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now you're looking at no, 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 no. But like when you only had 12, 24, 27 exposures, whatever it was, yeah. the photo that you got was the photo you got. And I don't yeah. think people were so concerned about like, how everybody looked yeah. in the photo. Well, because also you weren't going to share it with other people. No, you just It wanted, was just for your family to you, look at. It's like if somebody was blinking, then okay. it became funny. Yeah, that's what and it was. And it wasn't looked at like, oh, you posted I, the picture of yeah. me with my eyes closed. I need an up angle. No, yeah. that's not my angle. That's not my side. You know? Yeah, there was no like posing. It was no. literally like, there was no like worrying about the lighting or yeah. all that sort of stuff. It was just like the recognition of we are all here together in this space. There was nothing performative. Yes. about it you know yes. like that's what i love about old pictures of christmas morning is that you're not like posing for the photo or like trying to look really surprised right. when you open it because somebody's going to video it or take a photo of it that's going to get shared with the world you are literally just feeling, feeling exactly yeah. what you feel in that moment and so one you're going to get the chance to maybe see some people you haven't seen in a while or maybe you don't get to see anymore but two i think you're going to tap into a time especially if you're of our generation where things were simpler. Yeah. And it really was just about the gratitude for the moment and not being concerned about what anybody else was going to thought, how they're going to do it. It just felt yeah. the way you felt in the moment. Yeah. And that's a beautiful gift that I think we can all, you know, lean into. I love that. That's a great one. Um, all right. My number four, I really like this one. This mm-hmm. one might be my favorite one that I came up with. Okay. Even though I'm putting it at four. <laughs> um, okay. And that is organize a big family slash friend zoom. Ooh. Now, what I'm referring to specifically is, do you remember in those early days of COVID when everybody was home and we were all like, geez, well, how are we going to fill our time? Right. And like you'd get an email from like your old like third grade class or something and they'd be like, hey, we're getting everybody back together from Miss Perium's third grade class, you know? <laughs> and you were like, why? Because we have nothing else to do and, right. it, and it just seemed to happen. And we did like a trivia thing I've, I think I've talked about with like yeah. our neighbors and stuff like that. I did like weird like get togethers from like my college like friends that like we're all scattered all over the world and don't necessarily all talk anymore but there was a purposeful like feeling of like shoot we don't have connection right now because it was in the middle of covid and we were all seeking it and i think we all appreciated those moments so much Mm. during covid and then once we're sort of you know coming out of it 
I feel like we've lo- we've just gone right back to our old ways. Yeah. And I remember when we were in COVID thinking like, I wonder when this is over if we're all just going to go right back to our old ways or if we're going to like remember this time of like actually sitting down to dinner with your family and and talking to people and playing board games and like reconnecting yeah. and seemingly we sort of have just gone back to the old ways. But let's all remember, you know, COVID was obviously a terrible thing and millions of people died and it was yeah. tragic. There were some things that could be gleaned from it though mm. uh, or gleaned from it and and I think that connecting with people that you don't normally connect with and just like be the person that sets that up mm. and says hey I'm you know what I used to have a group of moms you know maybe you're somebody who your kids are now grown and are you know uh, off to college or living adult lives of their own right. but you had like a group of like four or five other moms back in the 80s that you used to go for walks with your kids in the strollers with or something like that. But you haven't talked to those ladies for years, but it's Christmas time. And this yeah. is the perfect excuse to just email them up and say, hey, remember when we used to all be together and it's been years? Let's schedule a 30-minute Zoom on a Thursday night. Let's all get a glass of wine and just see how we're doing. Yeah. And and like, be purposeful about it and reach out to those people that you don't necessarily talk to anymore, whether that be family or friends or just past acquaintances or work people and stuff like that so that's my number four thing is organize a big friends or family zoom like we did during COVID. yeah i love that you know and, and not everyone's able to travel at the holidays right you know and they but they want to feel included yeah you know so find a way to include other people i think that's exactly. beautiful um all right i'm just gonna go <laughs> i think in the order pretty much of what i listed here uh the next one for me is going to be to call your parents or grandparents and talk to them about past Christmases. Mm. You know, I think so often like about when you were a kid or about when they I, were a kid. I think both. Yeah. I think it's, you know, asking them about what what they remember most about Christmases from your childhood. Yeah. Um, you know, and and getting like a full scope of like what was sort of going on, you know, because I think we have these like little sort of moments that stick out in our our mind from yeah. from those moments. And maybe it's something we've seen in a photo or it's just a memory, but like there's so much more that goes on. Like now that we're parents, right? We see the full scope of sort of what's yeah. going on at the yeah. holiday season that's not just playing video games in the back of the house with yeah. the cousins or like maybe there was something really, really fun that happened or something really great that like grandma said at that one Christmas about you that you just don't remember, yeah. right? Or funny jokes that that were like things that will like start to jog memories um, inside of your mind because we've talked about this, I think, on Parenting Countdown when we were doing that is that you don't realize the responsibility of being a parent, a lot of the responsibility of being a parent until you become one. Yeah. And one of the things I realized when my kids were super young, before they started like actually making memories like Emerson is now, is that we as the parents are sort of the, the bearers of their childhood. Yeah. And someday, just like I may call my mom and say, hey, what was like when I was three, like what did we do for Christmas? Yeah. You know? Um, I think we have the opportunity to capture all of that in our mind yeah. and then to be able to share that um, with them. And I, and I think it also, it serves a dual purpose because one, you're going to hear another person's perspective on all these holidays that mean so much to you, yep. but you're also going to give them the opportunity to, to take a trip yeah. down yeah. memory lane as well. And so I think of that being like, it's a gift that gives to both yeah, sides because totally. you're learning more about this thing you love so much in your memories, but they're getting to rehash things that maybe they haven't yeah. thought about in, in a while. And when you make that call, if you can record it, mm. it's good. Yeah. Because then 
maybe years from now when some of those people might not be with us, you can like literally go back and hear their Dude. voice. You know. Yes, we did. I tell you, we did an interview with my grandma uh, not long before she passed away. Yeah. Um, so like we did like a full like three camera yeah. setup of just like letting her tell the story of her life. Yeah. And I asked her like if she could describe. Like I went through each of her kids. I was like, describe so and so. And so she. Like she told all these amazing stories and memories she had and described all of her kids. Um, and then we edited it. And when, you know, she, she passed a few years back, we played it as yeah. like her last sort of message. message yeah, that's to everybody, great. Which I was super it. cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I saw a uh, meme the other day that said something like, it's not, it was talking about grandparents and the way that grandparents love grandkids. Mm. And it said something like, it's not that, grandparents spoil grandkids just because they want to or something like that. It was basically saying the reason that grandparents get so excited to like be around their grandkids is that their grandkids remind them of if you're the parent in the middle of that Mm. trifecta, that your kids remind your parents of you as a kid and it allows them like another chance to love you. Yeah. You know, because when you're an adult, you don't, see them as much anymore and like and it's not that same relationship and like their grandkids allow them it's not like they don't love the grandkids for who the grandkids are yeah. but in a way it's it allows them to like re-love their kids Do without you know I mean? the stress without of like the stress of all the raising get to the place and the jobs <laughs> yeah, and all yeah. the things it's like yeah. they can just pour yeah. love yeah i was like that's wow, that's really that's cool that's beautiful um okay my number three here uh hallmark will like this one <laughs> Um, is a movie marathon, right? Who doesn't love a movie marathon? Now, I know that we, because we're talking about how do you get into the holiday spirit. If maybe you're sitting there and you're like, man, it's already like the middle of December. I'm just not feeling it yet. Yeah, I don't know how you're not, but maybe you're not. Dedicate one full day. I'm talking full day. You wake up, you put on your pajamas, you put on new pajamas (laughs) for the day. The the coziest pajamas you can find. And you plop yourself down on the couch. You get some hot chocolate. You get some cookies, some gingerbread. Maybe you're making a gingerbread house while you're doing it. Mm. And you put on White Christmas and then a Hallmark movie and then Elf and then Scrooged and then A Christmas Carol. And you just watch like all day long. And maybe there's some that you've seen and you sort of walk out of the room to go get go to the bathroom, get a little bite to eat or something yeah. like that. But just like have new Christmas movies playing all day long from like morning to night. You'll be exhausted by the end of it, but you, I guarantee it will put you in the holiday spirit. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. So, so much. Um, I feel like my kids serve as a reminder of that. Cause like my kids could get up in the morning and watch like PJ masks. Yeah. Like all day long. All day. And I'm like, aren't you like, do you want to change this? And they're like, no, no, I'm I love super this happy. thing. And I'm like, yeah. well, there's a lot of things I love. Why don't I just sit down and watch the <laughs> exactly. things I love? Uh, that's a great, a great one. I love that. Um, all right. I'm going to. I'm going to hopscotch around here a little bit. Um, and I'm going to go with get off of social media. Mm, that's a good one. You know, this time of year, uh, and look, we put out a lot of, you know, holiday content on our social media channels. Um, but this time get of off year, all social media except for ours. Yeah, yeah. Every channel <laughs> except for ours. Delete every account. Unfollow everybody. Mute everybody <laughs> but except just for Christmas listen. <laughs> No, here, here's what happens, right, is whether you follow a lot of positive pages or Christmas pages or whatever, what is happening every time we go on social media. And I I speak from personal experience 
is that we are getting exposed to all these other people's stories, right? Of like, oh, we went to this Christmas tree lot and my kid cut this thing down or I let them pick out this favorite inflatable or we're baking together. And inevitably what happens is you start comparing yourself yeah. to others and you're like, well, I'm not doing Christmas right. What do you... What do you mean you're not doing Christmas right? Like we say we say jokingly live your truth all the time, but yeah. it's true. Like live your truth. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about this. You know, this connects to something I think I'm going to share later on. Is that only we know what like the true spirit of Christmas feels like for us. Yeah. Only we know what songs really make us smile, or yeah. what movies really make us laugh, or what you know traditions. Maybe you really love really Home Alone onto. three, and that's what. And that's, that's your that's truth. <laughs> and don't let us screaming at you at the Almonds and Theater deter Dim you that. from yes, watching right. that. But like, live your truth. Yeah. You know, and don't feel like you have to be like us, or that crying about Christmas memories is the only way to get connected to the Christmas yeah. spirit. Like. No, like, you know what memories matter to you. You know what traditions matter to you. So lean into those things. And, and if you need help, if it feels like a daunting task, it's like, just sit down and start writing out. What are your five favorite Christmas movies? Mm -hmm. You know, I think one of the byproducts of this show that is just hitting me in this moment that has been so beautiful is that it's required me, us obviously, to sit down and to think about, well, what are my favorite things yeah. about Christmas? And yes, we're putting together a list and it's entertaining or whatever, but I love sitting with myself and not feeling like I have to appease anybody else other than just like, what makes me happy? Yeah. And so maybe take what we do with our show. Maybe pick five categories, songs, yeah. movies, traditions, foods, foods yeah. smells, whatever it is, whatever five themes speak to you and list your favorite five. Yeah. And do those five. Yeah. Not, don't try what everybody else is doing on social media. If there's something that speaks to you, whatever, try it. But like the holiday spirit for you is your holiday spirit. Yeah. It's nobody else's. It's not Eric's. It's not mine. It's not your friends on social media. It's yours. So get off of social media, get back in touch with yourself um, and lean into what really makes the holiday spirit come alive for you. Totally. That's a great one. I love it. Um, all right. I'm to number two. Yeah. My number two. Uh, this is a fun one. Okay. You're trying to get into the holiday, holiday spirit. Maybe you're like, man, it's just not as much as it's been in years past or something like that. Yeah. Start a new tradition. Mm. Now, there's a bajillion things that you could do for how you could start a new tradition. Ways you can look this up, go into Pinterest. Go into Google. Just search new Christmas traditions. You'll find really random, weird things. You'll find very normal things. I'm going to slam through a few just like ideas. You know, uh, the idea to visit a holiday restaurant or something. Mm. To make the, Some of those restaurants like really just go all out. And maybe you say every year on December 20th, our family's going to go to this restaurant and we're all going to wear matching outfits or something. Yeah. And you just make it up. And it starts this year, and you say, this is the first of our annual tradition, and then next year it'll be two years in a row. And then before you know it, it'll be 30 years from now, and your kids will have kids, and they'll be like, yeah. on the 20th of December, we always go to Bennigan's or whatever, and like, <laughs> and we put on our matching Christmas outfits, and we just order dessert or something like yeah. that. Like, just make it up. And that's the fun part. You know, uh, you could start a cookie exchange with your neighbors mm. and you say, hey, everybody, it's the first annual cookie exchange. And people get excited about something that they know will happen over and over and yeah. traditions. Um, it could be, you know, make yourself an advent calendar the, each year. Mm. And maybe that starts on November 15th. We always make an individual advent calendar. We put our 
24 favorite chocolates or whatever into a little box. And, yeah. you know, so there's a bajillion things you could do, but starting a new tradition is a very cool, exciting thing that will, it's a fun thing to do. It's a creative thing to do. It's something you can choose to do with your whole family or your neighbors or your friends. Uh, so that's my number two is to start a new tradition. Love that. Yeah. Love, love that. And I think people are afraid to do that. I know. Sometimes. So like, is, are people going to like it? Are people right. going to be into who it? Who cares? Like, if you want to do it, who cares? We yeah. just did the first annual St. Jude holiday yeah. special. How did that never happen before yeah. in the history of time? I don't know. But they said, do you want to do it? And we yeah. said yes. And, and now hopefully we'll do it for a bunch of years we'll to come. We'll do it for many, yeah. many years to come. So you got to start somewhere, That's right? right? So just start, and, and make it attainable. Like those mini M-I-N-I goals that you yeah. talked about. Yep. Set many goals and just do it. Yeah. Um, and who cares what anyone thinks? All right. So next one for me is going to be uh, go to a Christmas sing-along or go caroling. Mm-hmm. Um, music for me, as I'm sure for so many people who listen to the show, I know for you, is one of like the comfort things when yeah. it comes to, to Christmas. And, you know, it's fun to listen to Christmas music in your car. It's fun to listen to it while you're, you know, making dinner or cleaning up the house. But like being in a shared space with people... And everyone's singing those songs together. Some might say the greatest way to spend Christmas cheer <laughs> is singing loud for all for to all hear. For all to hear. And with <laughs> all. You know, right. like some of my favorite moments, and I'm sure we'll get into this in our next countdown, which is our carols and hymns, yeah. are being in the same physical space with other people singing songs of joy and gratitude. Even if it, it's sung badly. Even if it's sung badly, like I've never once been in church and heard like someone three rows back being like off key and be like, oh, geez, you're ruining, yeah, ruining vibe, Christmas. Bro. Like it because it's not about pitch. It's not yeah. about tune. It's feeling. And yeah. feeling is something that we can all be in tune with, you know. Yeah. Um, and there's harmony when when we're all in this like same feeling. And so I think whether it's getting some friends together, which goes to your idea of like starting a new tradition uh, or finding a group who does Christmas caroling or finding where there's a sing-along at your local mall yeah. or your church or whatever it is, and just going there and just singing some of the most joyful songs that have ever been written with a bunch of other people and nobody caring how silly they look when they do the 12 days of Christmas yep. and they're flapping their wings and they're pounding their drums yep. and all that sort of stuff. Um, that That's going to be my number two is uh, it's sing a bunch of songs with a bunch of people. I love that. Yeah. You know, when we lived in New York, we... Uh, the last time that we lived in New York in 2016, 17, 18, um, uh, that group of friends that we had there, it wasn't through the school. It was just like one of the moms was like set it up and we got a group of like, I don't know, 15 to 20 families and they got some jingle bells. They printed out a couple of sheets of paper that had, you know, 25 Christmas Carol lyrics on them, gave them out to a bunch of kids. And we just walked up and down eighth Avenue or Columbus Avenue, and just like would walk into a deli and sing Deck the Halls. And then we'd walk out and then we'd walk into the Mexican restaurant next door and we'd sing We Wish You a Merry Christmas. And then yeah. we'd walk into the, you know, the bar, the salon, the next door down and sing another song. And the kids had so much fun and they were doing their jingle bells. And each business was like, whoa, we got carolers. <laughs> like, you know, and we weren't, we didn't have to be dressed up in Victorian clothes or anything. It was just everybody was like having fun together. And then like the kids all yelling, being like, let's do Rudolph next. Okay. We're going to do Rudolph. And like, it was so magical 
to have our kids just like going up and down the streets of New York City and like popping into stores and singing Christmas carols and it was yeah. amazing. It's so so and, wonderful. And they'll hold on to that. Oh, totally. And you and the people who were there in those delis and whatever. We'll remember it, yeah. They remember that. Yeah, totally. You can shift a person's life in moments 100%, like that. 100%. Um, all right, to, we're to my number one. My yes. number one, going right off this, music, music, music. Yeah. It's all about the music. It always has been for, I think, both of us. That's why we listen to it all year long, you know, to keep in the holiday spirit. The music of Christmas, we've talked about this ad nauseum over three seasons, but especially when you go to, as much as I love some of the new Christmas songs that come out, when you listen to those old Sinatra records, Bing Crosby, Ella Fitzgerald, Rosemary Clooney, all that old stuff, feels nostalgic it makes you feel nostalgic mm. it brings you back to a simpler time it makes you feel that you're listening to something that is not modern and that has a real history to it which is what the season has a real history to it um and so for me the best way to get into the holiday spirit is listen to music all the time make Christmas songs, your alarms when you wake mm. up in the morning, turn all of your ringers <laughs> on your phones to different, each person can yeah. get a different Christmas carol or whatever. Um, find ways to listen to music in the shower, listen to it while you're eating dinner, go to sleep listening to Christmas music. Like that's how I've been living. And it makes me very happy, you know, <laughs> like I, I just feel like I like listening to it. I like making playlists. I like searching out new Christmas music. Yeah. The whole experience of it just feels like everyone, even especially when you hear like, a, you know, somebody like, let's say a Megan Trainer. not that she's super edgy, but hearing an artist who maybe you wouldn't view as like wholesome and like, ah, oh, that person just is so <laughs> warm and wholesome. But then they do a Christmas song and you're like, oh, they love Christmas too. Like there's just something about everybody loves Christmas music. Even people that aren't <laughs> into the holiday a lot yeah. of times enjoy Christmas music. So for me, the best way to get into the Christmas spirit is definitely going to be just music, music, music. I love it, man. Yeah. That's so, so good. Uh, all right. So we made it uh, to the end of this yes, list. Indeed. Um, but before I reveal my number one, if you guys aren't uh, doing so, please make sure you follow us on social media. When you get back on it after yes, the holiday yeah. season <laughs> at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, at Xmas Pod on the X. Uh, if you want to see what's happening here, all these cool gifts that we talked about yeah. uh, in this episode today, uh, you can go to youtube.com slash countdown network. And please, please, please make sure to rate and review. Um, those reviews mean the world to us and they hope more, help more people to discover uh, the show. Uh, all right. Number one for me, I've got a lot that I want to chat about here, but good news. We have a bonus episode yeah. coming up uh, later this week, so I can share them there. Um, I'm just going to go back to the heart of it all. I think sit down and write down all of the things in your life that you have to be grateful for. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, we've talked about this in the past on the show of like shifting your energy. You know, when I think back to childhood and why I was able to be so present at the holiday season, why the holiday season holds so much joy for me. It's that I think I was living from a place of, of love. Mm -hmm. I think I was living from a place of gratitude and, and thanks. Like, I think I was aware of the fact that like there were good, like I was just thinking good things yeah. most of the time, you know? And I think when you sit down and you put pen to paper and you say, I'm grateful for this thing. Inevitably, what comes is two things, three things. Before you yep. know it, you've made this huge list. And I think that's really what I love the most about the holiday season is, you know, we talk about things slowing down, right? 
But the reason I love things slowing down is that it removes distractions from my life. It forces you to reflect. And it forces you to reflect and it, and it, and it takes away all the noise and you can think more clearly. Mm -hmm. And when you sit down to write a list, you are making that active choice to remove distractions from your life. And if that list has three things, be grateful for the fact that there's three things on that list. If that list has 20 things, be grateful that that list has 20 things. But we all have things to be thankful for in life. And this time of year is a time to remember that. And it is so easy to get caught up in all the crap that bothers us or makes us upset or that we feel like, you know, oh, the world has done me wrong when it comes to this thing, but the world has done you right. Yeah. So many times as well. And if we make that conscious effort to focus on that, that will breed more positivity, which will bring more joy yeah. to your holiday season. I firmly believe. Um, so sit down, make that list. It's something I'm committing to, to doing myself as well. And, um, you know, and, and if you feel so inclined, feel free to share those lists, yeah. you know, with us, if you post them on social media and say, I'm doing the gratitude challenge or whatever. Yeah. Tag us in it and we'll, we'll share it out with people. I mean, it's like we've said all the time about like goals and stuff that mm-hmm. thinking it is great, but when you write it down, there's just, they're, they've done studies. It just is like it's, more it's powerful real. and it makes it more tangible. tangible. Yeah, exactly. Um, but folks, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. We hope you've enjoyed the top five ways to get into the holiday spirit. Uh, hopefully we've gotten you a little bit closer <laughs> to the holiday spirit. If you weren't already there, uh, filled up your holiday meter. Um, But we're going to end it here the way we always do by saying a very heartfelt and loving Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We will see you on the next one. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. See ya. Sweet.